If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever worried about your safety? Missed potential red flags with a new partner? Been the victim of a con? Today, we will address warning signs of a potential predator. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. The Me Too movement has been in the news lately, with the release of Bill Cosby and New York City Governor Andrew Cuomo resigning his position after an investigation confirmed sexual harassment. It's something that came up with many of my patients, since the topic of victimization is unfortunately commonplace in my work as a psychologist. While much of what I do is dealing with the aftermath of trauma, I think it's also important to help others avoid these circumstances whenever possible. I wish we could live in a world where there weren't folks looking to do harm, but that's unrealistic. I also want to be clear that being the victim of a predator is never your fault. However, being aware of the potential warning signs can be one way we arm ourselves against those who have a mind for malice. Many of us don't trust our gut or intuition because of past experiences, general self-doubt, or agreed-upon social norms. Well, I'm here to tell you, gut health is about more than probiotics. In a mental health context, we can train our gut through the use of mindfulness to generate more situational awareness. The first step is to throw out your preconceived notions about what a predator looks like. We know from news reports and documentaries that many predators come from good families, whatever that means, or appear to be nice. Now, I don't want you to leave this podcast being paranoid about everyone you encounter. What I do want you to do is use your mindfulness skills to be curious about your environment and the people around you and use it to tune into your gut or intuition about your experience. Remember, not all masks are worn by criminals and not all sweaters are worn by Mr. Rogers. I will be using gendered language in this scenario. Most often, I will use the pronoun he for the perpetrator and she for the victim. The rationale for this is that these kinds of crimes are overwhelmingly committed by cis men. However, these strategies could be used by any gender and all genders can be victimized. 
Gavin DeBecker is an author and security expert. He wrote The Gift of Fear, which outlines what he calls pre-incident indicators, or PINs. PINs are early warning signs that someone is possibly up to no good. Examples can include a con artist or someone who intends to physically assault, kidnap, sexually harass, or sexually assault another person. I will outline these pins, what to look out for, and possible responses for when they arise. First up is forced teaming. Forced teaming is a way to create a premature atmosphere of trust. When a person uses this technique, they introduce the concept of we, like we're in this together, or your circumstance is really our shared problem. He is trying to create a personal connection that doesn't really exist. For example, let's say you had a flat tire one night. You've already called AAA and you're waiting for assistance. A man drives up and states, looks like we have a flat tire here. It's dark and you are alone. It is best to refuse the partnership. You can attempt to do so politely at first. You might say something like, everything is fine. I've got it covered. The next one is charm and niceness. This is being polite and friendly to a chosen victim in order to get her guard down and manipulate her. DeBecker suggests thinking of charm as a verb. It is something done to a person. Even when it does not have malicious intent, remember that it's a purposely chosen strategy to influence your perception. In regards to niceness, keep in mind that it doesn't necessarily equate to goodness. If a person is less skillful with these strategies, you may feel like something is off. That's your gut's way of saying, wait, why is this person being so nice to me? Look around, pay attention. As a true crime fan, I often think back to these Ted Bundy documentaries in which women he dated but didn't specifically attack would describe him with terms like charming and nice. Does this mean you shut down every man who is friendly to you? Not necessarily. Are you in a situation where you have signaled that you want to be approached? Then you may want to entertain the conversation, but remember, they are a stranger to you. Be careful not to divulge information that could be used against you. For example, sharing a personal story that makes you feel unreasonably bonded or precise locations for where you live or work. If the encounter is undesired or as you're speaking with the person you're seeing other warning signs, end the conversation. Better to be rude than raped. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Too many details. When people want to persuade you, they sometimes give a lot more information than necessary. This can be because they are socially anxious or because they're just trying to come up with a good enough excuse for a sick day. Either way, be careful when it appears like someone is offering you unwarranted details. When a person is lying, they might feel the need to support what they are saying by giving extra information. As with all things information-related, check the source. Ask yourself, who is this person to me? Why are they telling me all of this? Is there anything in their behavior that is making me uncomfortable? Is he respecting my requests? Next up is typecasting. Understandably, most people don't like being harshly labeled. When this occurs, we often have the urge to prove the person wrong. Perpetrators who use this tactic are counting on you to act on this urge. Imagine in these COVID times that you are partaking in outdoor dining with a friend. A passerby yells, you're looking lovely today. You initially give an awkward smile and continue your conversation with your friend. Then he states, oh, you think you're too good to say hello? Do not engage. It is not your job to prove your kindness to him. He is a stranger to you. You owe him nothing, and quite honestly, the answer to his question is yes. But we aren't going to say that either, because that would require engaging. This could also come up in more newly established relationships, when a person is trying to get you to do something uncomfortable. For instance, if someone were pressuring you to have sex, they may decide to label you as a prude, thereby urging you to prove him wrong. Anyone who attempts to shame you for having boundaries doesn't have your best interest in mind. Another thing to watch out for is loan sharking. A loan shark is someone who offers help or gifts and asks for much more in return. Often, when we feel indebted to another person, it can be more difficult to refuse their request. A classic example is the date who takes you out to an expensive restaurant of his choosing, then expects you to have sex with him. Again, you owe him nothing. He offered these things to you. Kindness and gifts should never come at the price of your self-respect. If you are in a situation where a stranger is offering help, remember he approached you and look for other warning signs. Again, the point here is to increase our situational awareness and fine-tune our gut. You may assess that he's a good Samaritan, but if you're unsure and his help isn't required, decline the offer. 
Worst case is likely that you end up carrying your heavy groceries to your car alone. And you've been working out with GetFit Guy, so you're totally capable of handling the heavy bags yourself. Now we are going to talk about the unsolicited promise. Returning to the date example from before, let's say that he states, let me come up for one cup of coffee. I won't try anything. I promise. Typically, people don't say I promise unless they notice some hesitancy in you. The promise in many cases is them verbalizing the very thing on their mind. Confer with your gut. There is likely a reason why you feel reluctant. You might ask, why is this person trying so hard to convince me that they're safe? Why is he both ignoring my apprehension and pushing forward his agenda? Lastly, discounting the word no. Anyone who doesn't respect your right of refusal is trying to control you and get what he wants. There are certain circumstances where you can expect that people will try and coerce you into a yes. For instance, a salesperson may try to talk you into spending more money. In other circumstances, whether it's a stranger or a personal relationship with a friend, family member, or partner, declining or dismissing your no is a clear warning sign. Do not negotiate your no. Understand that no is a full sentence. Support your no through your tone of voice and body language. For example, be loud, clear, and make eye contact. These are some of the warning signs for a potential predator. I understand there is nuance in social situations and you may need more support. A therapist can help you in this area and completing a self-defense course might also be beneficial. If it's not a trigger for you, it's sometimes helpful to watch movies, TV shows, or read books and identify these pens and various characters so you can learn to spot them more easily in real life. One suggestion for those so inclined is Good Country People by Flannery O'Connor. It's a short story. If you happen to read it, let me know what pens you found by interacting with me on Instagram at kindmindpsych or email at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Beata Santora. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our intern is Claire Freeman. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a message at 929-256-2191. Be sure to tell me if it's okay to use your voice on the show. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and 
producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.